Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name's Warren. I'm Brian. I'm Art. And I'm Lane. It's Thursday edition. Hey, Warren, nice having you back. I hope you're not just saying that to make me feel better. Well, last week on both shows, we forgot to welcome ourselves. It was like I noticed and the audience. Welcome the audience. Yeah. Welcome ourselves. <laughs> we didn't welcome ourselves. We didn't welcome the audience at all on the Thursday show. And there was no introduction. No That's one what I'm knew, saying. No, no one intro. knew who you were. No intro. Like you could have been our Thursday show. Brian was lame. And then we entered, our, we entered ourselves about 15 minutes in on the Sunday show. At that point, you know. We were yeah, all the over the place. Damage has been done. Well, I'm glad to be back. Um, you guys seem to have held down the fort. Didn't burn anything down. Barely. Yeah. Art still has some scratches. <laughs> I just yeah. love that idea of us in a fort and Warren's away and we don't know what to do. <laughs> we just burn it down. <laughs> yeah. Art's <laughs> running around. fires and it's like really I risky. <laughs> I just picture there's like a pile of empty beer bottles that Art's knocked over. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brian is, uh, I don't know, what would Brian be doing? I'm in the corner coughing. <laughs> yeah. You're in just a coughing fit. No one's seen Lane for weeks. <laughs> Um, Brian's looking up good deals on Rhino Liner. <laughs> or, yeah, or just knitting Mexican blankets. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that, that is a glorious picture. Mm. Right by the bum fires. I will say that, uh, at our Driving Will Awesome events now, anytime someone has a blanket, it's a very luxurious, uh, moment. <laughs> it's oh, almost yeah. like a, it's a special display in some cases. Before People we, throw them out. I mean, you were doing it. You threw it on your hood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to luxuriating is uh, it's important to do it yeah. is um all right so thursday and we have some questions anything you guys want to get into prior to that mm. i want to say that um mm. as of two days from now we're three months out from laguna seca oh that seems like so that's coming up mm. quick that's a three-month shout out for the pre-reunion camping Wow. Extravaganza. So it's not two days, three days out from now or from Thursday. When you're listening to this, <laughs> we're three months out. Okay. Um, yeah. So put it on your calendars. August 17th, 18th. Is that right, Brian? Sounds about right. 17th. I'd have to check my calendar for that, but just 17th, 18th. Um, Laguna Seca. We have a yeah. bunch of camps, camping sites. We're going to send out an email. I'm looking at Brian. That will give people an opportunity to maybe get their own spaces, but we'll all party together and go look at cars and see uh, Lane's forehead change colors. Yeah, I'm going to try and bring some sunscreen this time. Can we also start warning people early that it is extreme weather conditions every time we go? Like howling, freezing winds and deep, deep fog. Yeah, what? Come on. You're don't. That's a little too extreme. It was like 38 degrees one night. No, (laughs) maybe. Rick went to bed at like 7 p.m. And he left. You're going home to San Francisco. Yeah. You're going to judge the way. And that's someone from San Francisco. Well, he's actually from Ohio. Uh, Oh, that's even worse. (laughs) People from Ohio can't stand the weather. They're pretty thin skinned, those pussies. (laughs) Yeah. They usually live indoors, they don't do the camping stuff. Um, Where was I? That is what happens, though. When people move out here, they're like, 
They're the ones that are all bundled up, you know, because they're used to be Well, they also up. come out to California, they throw away every long sleeve yeah, shirt, yeah. and they're like, tank tops for life, yeah. and, you know. A couple weeks later, they're yeah, like, kombucha man. for the win. Yo-ho. Yeah, yo-ho. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, then they're shivering in their car, leaving it running the whole night with the heater on. Oh, See, so you guys, really... you guys say I'm extreme, but I think it's good to just like, you've warned people ahead and they bring an extra jacket. Yeah, that's, we can that's just, the effect. We can and that's a good people, thing, right? It's cold and don't be a dummy. Bring yeah, a, a blanket. A, like a sleeping hey, bag's probably good. And like that too. Yeah, yes. Some yeah. people did not bring that. Uh, side note, yoga mat, not the best thing to sleep on. <laughs> probably <laughs> better to have like a air mattress or something. So Lane, you have three months to prepare for this camping trip. I know. So you're, so I will prepare or, the day before. Day before. Or get used to the yoga mat. Yeah. You can That's just right. like Start get doing used downward to that style of yeah. sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I recommend that Rick bring like a little small kerosene uh, fuel uh, like, like yes. a heater that he can put in his tent. It's probably totally fine, you know. I, I may totally borrow a Mexican blanket Dude, that is just, not flammable yeah. at all. Bring a sleeping bag and a couple big blankets, big comforters. I like super cozy. Out. Yeah, I or just bring had a van again. Yeah, just yeah. or bring a van again. I just had a hoodie and a sleeping bag. Like or hang out in your Audi A4 with the engine running all night. It's another option. I've heard that works. Uh, okay, so we'll send an email out, but uh, I wanted to give a shout out for that. Shouts out. It'll be on our new events calendar too. That's true. Shouts Driving. out to WeatherTech Raceway. Drivingwellawesome dot com. Check it out. What's up, bro? <laughs> Wait. Uh, let me read the first question because we got one on uh, Patreon. Oh, okay. Jeff Bull, who's been on our rally before, uh, he asked, "What are the best automotive coffee table photography books? I need some new ones mm. to adorn my shelves." Uh, shelves or coffee table? Uh, that's a good question. He said. Mm. Yeah. So there's a new book that I haven't seen yet, but it is by uh, Phil Hill's son. Um, does it Derek what it's like to grow up a rich bastard <laughs> Derek Hill um, he privileged he it's published privileged it's just private school and yeah. uh, him and his services. fancy friends <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I'm a fancy boy uh, I'm a fancy lad <laughs> but most importantly does it have a really good spine on the back of the book because it's going on a shelf so you got to make sure that that looks good oh, hello thought, little girl would you like to buy a monkey no it's going on a coffee table Oh, wait, he said it on the shelf. I'm oh, confused that's now. That's true. Um, okay, so it's Phil Hill's photographs from his Leica camera throughout his Grand Prix racing career, very and cool. it looks very cool. So awesome. I'm going to just yeah. throw that out there. I haven't oh, even seen sounds, the book. I like that it. Neat. And then there's a lot of, like, um, private school stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Um, well, the country club. Yeah. After, after, polo. after hours. We're playing polo. <laughs> polo. Yeah. You know. Polo lessons. We all caddying. Want we all want to learn caddying. Yes, makes sense. Newport, Rhode Island stuff. You know, maybe a little yachting in there, possibly. I, I've never put the coffee table book thing into effect. I've always liked that idea, but I've never had a coffee table set up where I throw a few picture books oh, out wow. there. I do. I have table or like I a have shelf? some picture books, but I never like it's some books that would fit that category. But I've just never really done that thing. I've definitely done it. If you lot. look at a industrial or no interior design yeah magazines almost uncannily they have a little stack of books and they're not 
perfectly stacked. And they're, they're also stacked like, like one with is like yachting, and the other one is like a you know a painting book, and it's it's almost to like prove that you know things. Yeah. See, yeah. I know things. It like is. Books. It's a it's to prove you're cultured. Cultured is yes. key. Yeah, yeah. So you're trying to. Sh it's what you want to show off to people. Like what you you want to put your best foot forward, and that is mm -hmm. what is your best foot. What would it's your like foot a, be? It was like Hustler magazine. <laughs> um, it's like an icebreaker too. It's like you know you oh, have sure. people over the house. You're trying oh, to find shared connections. Too? Yeah. <laughs> you, eat? you eat? Wait, you wear clothes? <laughs> Sick. Check this out. Mm. Navajo blankets? Sure. Yeah. Down. I'll, yeah, I, got, I, I have some definitely right here. I don't know. So I, I had mentioned this series. Uh, oh, um, actually, I think when Horton, Eric Horton, was on our buddy, uh, because uh, there's a series called Stance and Speed. I know it sounds stancy. That's not what it is, but it's actually really nice coffee table books. You've mentioned this before. Beautiful photography, and yeah. they feature one car. A whole book is one car. So one they, single car or one, one single make? car. One single car. Okay. So one, like, for example, one like specific VIN Senna, number like car? Senna's F1 car. <laughs> yes. Not like one specific VIN, but like, let's say, so they approached me back when I, when I was uh, heading up the Pike Speak effort, the GoPro thing with Tajima. Yes. They wanted to feature that specific car. So the Pike's Peak car that yeah, won the, the one car. That one car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not like, yeah, a specific car. I mean, theoretically, yes, one VIN if that was someone how else. Did, that how did they approach you? Was it on foot or uh, uh, no, they, they hit horseback? me. They hit me up, dog, as usual. <laughs> Shouts uh, out. Per usual. Yeah. Uh, was at, there a bat signal? It was at a PRI uh, trade show. Nice. So oh. Performance here's an racing. Here's an idea. Perverts. We make a book yeah. on the ZRNON. It'd be the worst one, book. one VIN number book. Just but it also that. number, but it has Just to be printed that. on old uh, shopping bags, <laughs> stapled like together. Oh, like pressed. Yeah, like I can see that. <laughs> yeah, that would be so hipster. Yeah, <laughs> it would, would be, be a great book. How many pages do you think we get out? Like four, four. pages. No, four. You get a lot, yeah. dude. Get a lot. So many All details. the little details. Yeah. Oh, you'd I, have to then go back to Perump and interview the old owner. Yeah, dude. Can you imagine that would be a good documentary? Like yeah, go down man. the rabbit hole. Of who owned it? Who bought it new? Holy <laughs> shit! Oh, someone bought and that what does it become? And you bring the guy out like i want to show you your, your <laughs> oh, car and it's slow motion the tear just dropping yeah. out of his eye yeah, like his that guy eyelid died. quivering that guy died from a coke overdose like years ago <laughs> dude i, I can totally see it it's that. like a little like a mexican blanket bookmark like a fabric one that's hanging on a string <laughs> oh, that would yes. be pretty rad dude yeah um yeah there's a lot of detail Mm -hmm. I think you put that book on the floor, though. That's not a t coffee table <laughs> no, level. That's like sitting no, on the you floor put it underneath. underneath the ZR9 to collect drips. And <laughs> <laughs> that's also it doubles a catch as fan. a catch fan. Right. <laughs> it's got a little scooped top. That yeah. Kyle JF90 says Porsche just celebrated the 30th anniversary of the four-wheel drive 911. I'm curious where you guys stand on the four and 4S cars. Did the added level of grip and security? make them viable options or does it ruin the purity of the car i say bah humbug can i mention my favorite coffee table book real quick though we didn't, we didn't, I, we didn't really all go around and mention books you mentioned you one already, mentioned one already all, i cut lane up you, you talked for I'm, the longest i'm trying stance. to remember mine too uh, so, there's one that i want to you know some photo thing so but. reiner schlegel milk is my favorite automotive like like motorsport photographer period yeah. uh reiner? he's freaking amazing schlegel milk schlegel milk milk but uh 50 years formula one 50 years of photography That's it's an amazing book i have seen it i think yeah. I, you have it right i have it yeah, yeah it's it, really right. thick and it's it's got every i mean it's back to the late 50s it is pretty like, girthy it's it's girthy maybe even chody in a weird way kind of yeah yeah um, sorry so yeah four s's four s's my initial response is no yeah. But I also live in California. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want that. the added complexity. I don't want the added 200, 300 pounds. I don't. 
What if it's 180? Do you think it's 180? And what if it's a wide body with a better looking uh, design and wider wheels? No, and... I get that. But I'd rather have a Carrera S two-wheel yeah. drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would you rather? I agree with that. The steering has to be heavier. There's no doubt. No, it's really, really. It's. it's I mean, all, I mean I've driven like, them both, but you yeah. have to have you have more weight up front, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's like almost imperceptible. Like, I, it's a. It's basically the, the weird thing about it is like I don't think it ruins it. So if you like it from an aesthetic standpoint, and you're going to be doing the Tahoe it's thing, it's still at some rear point, bias. Biased. It's ninety five percent rear biased until yeah. you have yeah. rear slip, and then it can move up to forty no, percent. Th- I'm with you on the Tahoe thing, which I love the idea of putting ski racks on the nine eleven and hammering it with like Blizzax on it, but. Yeah. Am I ever going to do that? No, it, but it makes sense for a lot of the country in the totally. world. Totally. So, that's where I'm so, that's where I, I mean, start being the... in the, the perfect climate here, I, I don't see a reason to ever get it. No, but, because you will uh, have to replace an axle here and there. You, yeah. And at higher mileage, you'll have to deal with differentials. Mm-hmm. There's service components to that stuff, so fluid. I mean, it's all just extra yeah. stuff, right? Yeah, yep. and, and extra weight. And you want your sports car to be as light as possible. And, yeah. and, and that's not like anything that, you know taking lightness out there you know having a two-wheel drive versus four-wheel drive you're not like sacrificing anything really so then, you're just making the driving dynamics better and you're not sacrificing like comfort or so then what like do you that. think about the keeps you out of trouble angle of having the additional grip uh I'm, you're getting loose in a turn and the front yeah. wheels start to bite we don't need that warren yeah that might have worked back in the day too but now with all the traction control and stuff there's like that's not I don't think that comes into play. But would you argue Quattro is not good? Would you say I'd rather have a two-wheel drive Audi if they made no, one? No, because it's front-wheel drive. Right. But I'm saying if they made one, like, for example, yeah, like an R8. Dri- like the new one that's rear-wheel drive. Yeah, I'd rather have a rear-wheel drive R8. Yeah. They have one now. Mm. They do. Yeah. 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 So the thing is that with You the, always want your like, sports car to be, like, the purest, <laughs> yeah. the purest form, I think. Unless it's a 959. Well, yeah, because that's yeah. like a crazy supercar thing, right? But is the C4 that far off? No, it isn't. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So then you're adding it's actually, the S, but is key it's here actually a lot simpler. But adding the S for me is super key because the S adds a huge aesthetic component. Oh right? no, I'm with like, you totally. Like the four is just the four is like that's pointless. Like I'm not getting anything out of it. Like yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, I which don't, car I, are you talking about? Because like nine nine three narrow body is better looking than right. Than, but nine nine six wide body definitely and, the best and, looking and, of the yeah. And nine nine seven is also really good looking in the wide body. So I mean, I think both of those benefit from the four S uh, in that sense. And mm-hmm. you get the turbo suspension, you get turbo brakes, mm-hmm. so you get you add you get a performance benefit. But to those it, right? are that's just packaging like they they could have made the two-wheel drive with that so i think it and kinda, do you yeah. can you get a uh, 996 4s with the good headlights or no. the, only the shitty ones only huh? the shitty ones no the cool and ones when you say mean. shitty you mean the later ones yeah, yeah. which yeah. are the ones that i like yes yeah, yeah. Well, you like I chrome like, a lot and i like uh they just look better chrome they just look better i like wide body 993s so there. You do like yeah, like the turbo. I like the, a, yep. yeah, yeah. And those S. are insane. I mean, obviously for a reason, they're they're val they're more valuable. People like them more. They're I mean, they are rarer, but there's also more demand for them. They're yeah. aesthetically like supposed to be superior. Like everyone loves them. C two S's, C four S's, right? All right, moving on. Uh, one question: nine five nine. If they made a rear wheel drive version, which would you choose? Rear wheel drive or all wheel drive? Good question. Shit. Brian. That's a great question. It's funny that That's we've never actually come question. up with that question when we're comparing it with like the F forty, right? Right. Like we're, we're never like oh you know the, well imagine the, I I would pick the nine five nine but it's all wheel drive so I'm gonna pick the F forty right. instead. I we never that said that. Pure, yeah. So like a GT one is rear wheel drive. Yeah. And that's like the ultimate form of that yeah. car, right? Yeah. So 
Hmm. I was going roof, like CTR Yellowbird, like going that way. That's, that's, that's two-wheel drive. That's, two that's drive. rear-wheel yeah, drive. Yeah. Narrowbody turbocharged. Turbo. Yeah. So like you have both Dope. of them next to each other, 959 or that, right? Like, But it's for the driving experience. I imagine you'd want to go Yellowbird, but for all-around drivability as a car, as we no, talked about. but we're not doing that. What are you picking? But, 959, but, which one? Rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive? Solely on for driving experience, absolutely rear-wheel drive. For yep. art. For art. For well, art, because what I, do you want? Because I want to be able to slide my you're, car around. You're going to do rear wheel drive, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to talk to someone who's really hammered and put on a bunch of miles on a 959 to see yeah. what. I think you can slide all the, the four wheel drive ones so too. Four wheel drift. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I'm just. I think you can get the rear end to come out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just especially the later ones. I found the book that I was looking at. Driven. The Motorsport Photography of Jesse Alexander. Uh, oh it's yeah. It's 1954 a, to 1962. Uh, thought it was the sylvester sloan movie it was all of the pictures. yeah it's like all the behind the scenes <laughs> honorable mention uh driving ambition the story of the mclaren f1 mm. amazing coffee table book but it's probably like a thousand dollars now mm. I, I have one i like the so, mazda. really yeah. wow mazda miata book that's a good Gen one zoom zoom i like yeah. the story of the beetle there you go t frasca asks how do you keep from losing interest in a project car? I'm pretty deep into mine, but if history is any indicator, I'll be pretty over it in a year or two. And he has the Volvo 142 with a nice turbo swap. One of my favorite project cars. It is really cool. And I got to ride or drive with him on the rally, like in a pack for a couple different stints, and it was great. I mean, that is a good-looking car. It was on par with the E30. Um, I don't know what it's like to drive, but it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. So. How does he stay interested? So I'm the I wrong can person say, to ask. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the wrong person to ask. I I lose interest immediately and don't don't. Well, you don't. Projects. You lose interest immediately and let it sit. I lose interest immediately and sell, sell it. Sell it. Yeah. I think uh, you have to pick a project to start with that you really love. Maybe that's part of it. You know, you you, you want to get involved with something that you're gonna keep for a while. Maybe you have a goal like I'm gonna race a mm-hmm. season in it or. Or it's going to be my rally car that I'm going to take on all these vintage rallies, which that Volvo is freaking perfect for. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. But then mm. maybe uh, having a really ambitious project that takes a long time to build to. Yeah. But once you've done it, yeah, how do you keep it going? I mean, Lane, you've had your 944 in it, and it's been a project for yeah. a while. It's still a, pro- it's a project right now. Yeah. How do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> Just is. <laughs> How often do you think about selling it? No, I never do. Never. No. Not once. In the back of your mind, I think about like, getting other hmm. stuff. I don't think about selling it. Though. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, that's like an interesting case in point. Because but it's also not a valuable not car. So if it was a valuable car, I would probably think about selling sure. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Same for my. But E30. the thing is, like, it's not like I don't see like replacing. It's not like selling it and getting something else. It's getting something else. Yeah. In addition to, and I think that's the way you think about the E30 too. It's like. There's no like sense in thinking also, about selling it and stuff. You're yeah. like, oh, I'll just get something else. And I also look at it like, hey, I don't, I own it outright. It, I haven't invested into it to think like I need the money out of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like yeah. I've already paid for it. And then selling it would be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I know I could just do bring a trailer, no reserve if I was really like whatever, but finding the right buyer and, and dealing with it, I, I, I'm just not into it. And I know Art mm. is the opposite. He likes that whole game. Yeah. yeah. I don't like the whole process. Yeah, but I mean, no, I think you guys both, I mean, in both of those cases, it's kind of like my SEC as well. Like that's one of the benefits that that, I mean, not benefits, but it's one of the reasons that I'm 
way less motivated to even think about selling it is because it's not super valuable. It's like, okay, I'm going to sell it. So what? What am I going to do? Get like some suspension for my Amcoop? Like it's like, it's <laughs> right, not, right. And, and I'm not yeah, going to... the re- car's gone and you're like, yeah. ah. And I can't get that experience for the yeah. same price. And that car is like super unique and in, in, inside and out, right? The way that it drives, the way that it looks and all that. So that kind of solidifies yeah, exactly. its place. Yeah, like what yeah. am I going to get to replace an i 44 for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but there's definitely things I can spend more on. Yeah, but you're, I think you're, you're all right. <laughs> but you're, you're, I think that is a really good like point though, is like to have a, an, an ultimate goal or like some sort of to set something up like that so that you have kind of a destination, right? It's like, yeah. I need to get there with this car. This is its purpose. Yeah, and maybe like, it could even be an experience. Like I want to drive my daughter to school for the, you know, our first day of school, I want to take her in that car and maybe you're not even married yet or, you know, or your kid was, yeah, I want to pass this on to my firstborn kind of thing. Yeah. Or I want to, you know, drive away from our wedding, Mm. wedding night in that car. Kind of, I don't know. You, you pick your own fucking thing. I want to I want to be in a parade. <laughs> God, put your shirt back on. God, right? Put your shirt back <laughs> on. I have a really good one, dude, that will guarantee that it stays. Uh, he wants to drive it to Trankus Cars and Coffee. Uh, so but um, <laughs> indefinitely. Wow, Art, he'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Warren. I think that was a good point. Uh, events, like if I mean, if he wants to do another Coastal Range Rally in it, that offers like uh, you know all these little nuances that you have to dial in, you know, like right. there's, there's going to be endless things that you need to tweak on. Mm-hmm. So it's Winchester mystery house style, never finished. <laughs> you just have to keep building. Or but, maybe you have a, an event that's different from coastal range. So you'd think like, Oh, well I'm going to go on that one dirt rally or the gambler, or I don't know what it is, but something where you then have to tweak the car another direction. Well, mm. I think he's uh he might be one of those guys too. He, that he loves that, that whole mission of getting the car ready, you know, built and ready. And then now it's the point where it's kind of done. Yeah. We, well, I now, should trade it for the like, what, do I, what do I do with it? You know? <laughs> Put like six grand on top of your ZR9. <laughs> okay. 10 grand. He's like, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> uh, Stephen Powling. What one car that an automaker has teased us with, but never put into production. Would you want to see greenlit for full production? My choice would be the infinity. Uh, is he talking about the Eau Rouge edition? Oh, oh that thing was that? pretty rad. You know what I was thinking about, actually? So that car was... What, yeah, what but that? wasn't that just a sedan with... Um... So it was an Infinity, but like basically like a GTR drivetrain. drove it. It was like a GTR drivetrain yeah. under a, like a Q50, is it? Or something yeah. like that. But it looked really cool. Good yeah. paint scheme, arrow and Not stuff. Not that exciting. Stephen Pelling, that's, that's your choice for any car. But yeah. the cool thing about that, though, is that that car kind of exists now. And I think in the Julia, in the Quadrifoglio, oh, yeah, it's basically, basically that, car. that car. I mean, if you look at yeah. it, if you look at what it is, like it's... Well, you I could mean, say the M5 is that too then. But I mean, I feel like the the, the Julia, looks X5 more like it. It's not no, M5. No, but M5 it looks is. like M5 it. The M5 is, is yeah, but yeah. just kind of, I don't know. Mine is the uh, Ferrari uh, Rosa concept. It was in the year 2000, um, built on a 550 Marinello chassis, open cockpit. <clears throat> um, open, you mean convertible? Well, yeah, but it was oh, okay. more of like a roadster. Wow, it's like very early 90s looking. Uh, Ken, uh, what's his name? I forget the guy who designed the Enzo. You, um, that's the, gross. The top. The, <laughs> yeah, that thing's ugly. No, it's rad. And the best thing about it, gated. Has a little bit of a pontoon like gated, Testarossa front front fender. Gated six speed. Looks like a baby seal. Dude, it looks like a. It looks like a matchbox. I car. wish they built a 
I think it would have been I, a rad. I can see why they didn't build it. <laughs> it would have been a rad car, dude. Um, that's a car. That's dude. so weird, dude. That is not that's where it. I expected you to go. The rear end that's is like, so gross. It doesn't look I nice. It. it doesn't look nice. That is not where I expected you to go, man. I, I expected you. Like what was the face in the back? Oh, <laughs> Whammer jammer. That's, dude, it what? looks like a Plymouth Prowler. Oh, totally. Don't you dare. It's like look a sharpened up Plymouth Prowler. Oh, it, might, it might help that I saw it in person and I was, you know, What was that Cadillac? The 16? Yeah, I thought I thought that's where you were going to go. The one that was plenty. Yeah, yeah. That go down the list of concept cars that I yeah. would build, but that was the first one that came to mind. How about yeah. the new VW bus that they've been talking about? Oh, the electric uh, one? Oh, but it wasn't electric in the beginning. Pre-electric, yeah. yeah. Oh, it wasn't electric? Um, um, well, look, because they've been, they've been teasing that bus for, for 20 years, so 25 years. Dude, I love that new Honda little city car concept, too. So, oh, been, yeah. I mean, that that hasn't, that's just obviously a concept and hasn't really been teased yeah. for very long, but it was really cool. Yeah, Cadillac then, CL and the Cadillac uh, CL. That's what it was. Yeah, I and there's that. also the no, there was late, like a 16, late 90s. Though, or the 16 was the big coupe. That was super like cool a, too. Yeah, massive uh, 16 cylinder front engine car. But that looked really cool. CL, like and then there was cool. the uh, El Mirage. Oh yeah, that's which the one. is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that was a really nice one too. That one was really yeah, cool. tons of concept cars. You can my go my biggest yeah, one not, is. I'm trying to think the tease like thing though. Because that yeah, because the Eau Rouge was one car that they were definitely going to build. You know, like they were as as Lane is describing. Like um, Sebastian Vettel was helping them with like with development. Yeah, we drove it at at um, at Spa and like nothing ever came of that because I guess he split. But well, a lot of I mean I remember there was other people that drove it too. Oh really? And oh. Uh, I remember. I'm reading, sure that's not the reason, right? But it wasn't just because the driver signing. No. But I, I just think, yeah, just uh, Nissan. What company, company like for you? Nissan just sucks, dude. Yeah. You're gonna go with the four door nine twenty eight or something? No, I don't. Really, I dude. can't think of any that I think. I'm going that Datsun or the Nissan. The I don't forget what it was called. The IX or something. Yeah, it was gonna be. It was the five ten. Oh, was the little thing. But, but it was, was really like it was, right? it was a two ten. It was like yeah. But that was super close to being yeah. greenlit. Oh, was it really? Yeah, there were like a lot I mean, of. They were claiming it was a lot of rumors. Yeah. Shit, and it was going to be like anything, against man. the BRZ and all that stuff. But yeah, it, they said it was like most people said 510, but really it was like B210. It was so not a 510. It, they could have done a lot better, but I still, we everybody knows that I like it. We talked about four years ago on the podcast when we thought it was going to be greenlit too. Yeah. Because uh, it was on Leno's garage and he drove it and stuff. Oh, uh, wow. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Because it was a uh, California based, you know, it was built down at Nissan. Down in San Diego. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, my mind went straight to concept. I actually, yeah, I c can't think of a of a tease, but uh, GT90 is what I was thinking. Remember the Ford GT90? Yeah, of course. From the Cover early car. 90s? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cover yeah. car on run track. That was like one of my whatever. favorite cars as a kid. Yeah, yeah I, really I that one was up awesome. It was in um, Need for Speed. Yeah, remember uh, the taillight or yeah. the tailpipes, how they yep. came and out they of the center? triangle. Uh, rears headlights it was headlights. really like, angular, angular. Yeah. i loved fighter. it it was yeah. like polygonal right? it was really like, cool was, i yeah. loved it yeah. yeah it was like a fighter jet yep they did a really good job with it for that I era feel like that was on the like that's like the cover of car and driver road and track that i remember like mo more than anything almost. yeah it's like, a really good one i mean that's a good yeah. call what about well, the um, uh was it t was it supposed to be a production car i don't remember i don't know i don't yeah. think so what about the early 2000s shelby cobra re reintroduction do you remember that thing it was pretty uh i don't know how hmm. to describe it it was a kind of bulbous 
Uh, Jeep's had some cool ones over the last few years. Oh, Jeep does a rad job. They always do neat ones that are like, but they do ones because they're neat because they're all they look like they should be production cars. Yeah, and then and they they're just, like out in Moab and all and that. And then they just totally fuck you and don't bring them out. Oh, remember that oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it oh, was. Yeah. Um, what is that called? Uh, I don't know. Well, they made like it's a 2004 right. Ford Shelby Cobra concept. So 2004 is what you got to look up. But it's got um, it's got all the design elements you'd expect from a Cobra, but it's wider and more modern and more the... smoothed out and more kinda, Aston Martin yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. I don't know what you'd call it now, but yeah, dude, that GT90. I just looked it up. It's really similar to a modern Lamborghini. Oh huh. yeah, it kind of is. So that that Cobra, that's mm. kind of like um, it's kind of like why I hate the Z8. It's taking like an old I know, design. I know. And it's taking an old design that was really good and turning it into the kind of like diluting it and making it shittier. I'm kind of with you. I wish they yeah, would take that and like sharpen it, or I don't know how to describe it, but to make you a just, new Cobra. It's so hard to because like the early Cobra part of it is that really thin, the thin little the waist. Want, yeah. And then the way it tucks under, it rounds under the whole body. Totally. And these have to have the squared off sills at the bottom. Yeah. And, and, and the and, big fender bulges yeah. were huge on mm -hmm. that car. That was everything. And you you don't see that in that concept. No. I just cheated because I couldn't remember what this was called. But I saw this at um, either, I think it was CES or SEMA some years ago. Remember the uh, Audi Sport Quattro Hybrid? concept yes. yeah that looked amazing oh yeah was that like, thing was really cool yeah it was, but it wasn't so special that, about it wasn't it. that much better than their production cars yeah what's up with far it? off no I mean, it was pretty far off no yeah. it was because it was like the original no, it was like a headlight fj cruiser well, the yellow one but i mean like, doesn't really work but, but it like it, it's like a like a shooting brake r8 right which doesn't exist like yeah i mean that's it's a really cool it's like so I close it was that's what i'm saying stubbier but i mean they had a white one that was engine car but they had one that looked more oh, like yeah, the stubbier, Quattro. Yeah, that's the middle one you're talking about, I think, right? Is that the stubby one? Probably. But yeah, look this. I mean, yeah, people can look for this. It's the Audi Sport Quattro concept. Um, but yeah, I saw it. I think it, it was at CES, and it was like they were boasting about the LED headlights. Like this is before LED headlights were a thing. Um, but that was a cool one. Axel Jor asks, who's going to the Spring Classic at Laguna Seca this weekend? He says he's going to be there with the mighty Quinn. What's nice. the spring class? I'm going to try and make it down one of the days. Vintage uh, racing? It's vintage Saturday racing. Sunday. I went to it last year. It was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I, went to, I went I think Glenn Race last year. I'm not sure. It's just like what they did up at Sonoma, right? Kind of the same group of cars. Probably. I was I up know. there. It's kind of like a CSRG was the run group up there. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, it's laser headlights. I said LED. Sorry to go back to that. Lasers, huh? Yeah, laser headlights. Are talking they would like burn and through stuff? Yeah. Fire the laser. Dave Casement, why does Brian think the BRZ slash FRS would be too fast for a daily driver when it seems like virtually every re review of those cars highlight its lack of power? Isn't it one of the most slow car fast vehicles on the market? It is. It well, is. I don't think and Brian means, ever said that. He means Warren. Warren. It's that common confusion, yeah. Well, but I think it was, I guess we got to clarify that. Like Warren was talking about like not putting you in a car that is... That wants quick. you to drive too fast. Yeah, on a, uh, on your commute especially, and like I mean, just you got a twisty commute over a mountainous area with a lot of cops, a lot of cops, and you are known for getting tickets. <laughs> and Jet so is too fast. It was going to encourage you to to ring it out and to drive fast. Yeah, that that was the idea, right? I, I don't know. Let's let's go straight to the warrant. Well, I think it's comparatively slow car fast when you're talking about other sports cars, you know, which it's trying to be. It's a slower version of that, but compared to an e golf. 
it's twice as fast, right? Like, mm. don't you think? Not zero to no. sixty. Well, no, not zero to sixty. Is but, quick, dude. But I, I like on on seventeen. But I mean, if you're talking about cop magnets yeah the e-golf's like well, bottom of the barrel and the brz is something they would probably notice and if um, the brz kind of wants you to go faster yeah that's Dude, what I mean. that's, you I guys would be surprised yeah. the e-golf is like no really asked for it but <laughs> brian's like you put me in anything man it no 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 i think anybody any one of you guys if you drove one drove it over 17 you'd be it, it's I, a lot I, of fun yeah i agree but i think it's like, more than you think. makes you would make me want to drive faster it's than like lower, my it's GTI. Wider, it's you know, it's more like I, uh, I think a BR, BRZ wants to go faster than my my GTI, and does. it's like a Miata, right? Like I mean, in that sense, you want to ring it out. You want you yeah. have to to really extract like all the fun out of it. Like it wants to be driven at speed, and like yeah, you, you can't want to, lug it. Yeah, you can't lug it. You don't have any fucking torque, right? That's right. what they're renowned for, just lacking a shit ton of torque. But I yeah, I mean, and I know the the e golf is totally different in the sense that you have a ton of torque on power, and you're just like, I think. From a roll, like if you were driving up or on one of these twisty roads next to an, a BRZ, you could probably keep up just fine. But it's the whole package. But the BRZ is one of it's like a sports car, right? It wants you to like weave in and out of cars and stuff like that. Kind of driving like low dick. slung, sporty yeah. seats. You want to wear your your baseball cap backwards, Alpine yeah. star mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. Bump some M M&M. and M. Hang some stuff by the tow hook. Oh yeah, I do. Right, <laughs> I saw right. a Veloster with gold balls in the back. I was like, "What? Really?" <laughs> I try to see the owner. It's got limo be... tint all the way around. <laughs> it's got to be bad for the paint. Brass balls. Uh, I guess they were brass balls. Maybe that's what he was going for. Yeah. Can't confirm. Pictures of loud noises. What trend in cars do you wish would go away? And what popular trend do you wish would become unhip so you could have it all to yourself? Ooh, we've answered this before. And, and... I want start-stop to go away. I fucking hate it. Oh. Is that a trend? I, oh, it's so this is like, like a standard you now for efficiency. So, so trend with like new cars. I no, hate I was, it. I was thinking, I, hate uh, it, hate I, I was thinking this question was like trend as in like in the enthusiast like world. Like the stance life and all yeah. that. Yeah. Start-stop is an, an annoying thing to like when you're walking down the street and you hear it happen, for some reason it pisses me off. Well, it's because you have a somewhat engineer mind that you know what's involved with that yeah, process. Yeah, so. so every time a little piece of you dies, yeah. when you hear that, and then that's they, something's going to break there. Then they move forward and they stop. Yeah. Turns off. And they drive off. <laughs> you're like, that starter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. And we had a 2015 5 Series diesel in the shop the other day. Diesel start stop. You're, why your fucking diesel is probably more efficient if you just let it run you yeah. dumb fucking dumb dummies dummy dum dums right yeah. a ventador is a start stop no yep. <laughs> oh that probably helps them for the gas culture tax yeah it was like not, tr- not when they first came out i forget it was like two years in they started putting it on do, do we know if that's something you can cylinder with fucking can you bypass yeah. it yeah you can so turn it off. the bmw you have to turn it off every time you start the car you have yeah. to click a button you hit the start button but can you like yeah, there's a lot. There's like eco or reflashing yeah. stuff. I'm sure you can do that, like a flash of some sort. Yeah, like people dick around with those. But uh, floating C pillars go away. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, dude. The worst, yeah, the worst Why is design that? trend, way worse than your um front gills. Oh, the predator front grills. 
Oh, oh the really wide yeah, Avalon, like Avalon girl. Well, you you're more you remember you, you brought this up before because we had the same question, but it yeah. was like focused on design. Yeah, right. And you were talking about the front just intakes. Yes, on cars, yes. so like, like way too big, like an AMG GT, for example, which is pretty annoying. Gaping or a nine nine one GT two. It's so ugly that front yeah, end. It's exactly. like these big old square holes on this yeah. round car. Or how about the new GT two RS or GT three RS? That's or, well, GT2 that's what I'm saying. GT two yeah. RS is what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think that's mm. awful. Uh, but the floating C pillar is the worst fucking thing ever. Jaguar, whoever designed that Jaguar that first did it should die. Um, and now it's, and now it's now Nissan it's Max. Every, every Nissan, yeah. every, like the new Volvo XC40. Volvo, yeah, it's, uh, and then there's a bunch of. I can't, isn't there a new like, Range Rover too? Like oh, the new Rover? Honda minivan, the um, the uh, the the Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, the new Toyota. It's everywhere. Dude. Whatever stupid CRX thing. Or CR oh, and then Finch. what's up with this? This like it's carried over over even to um like the new Accord doesn't have a floating C pillar, but the chrome trim around the window is is literally like six inches thick at the back of the window. Deep, yeah. And it's like goes yeah. way into this V, this deep V. <laughs> and it's not even Maybe symmetrical. eight inches. And it's, it's not even so symmetrical. weird. I, I don't understand. Yeah, no, it V's like it's weird. I have no. It, that ruins the whole car for me. Mm. <laughs> I was going to go with the Accord, but uh, you've done this thing. The V, it's not happening. Oh, and fake vents. I don't like fake vents. Fake vents are a big trend. Like fake. the Toyota Camry on the rear by the taillights. Oh, dude, All that one's it. absurd. That, that one's that's so li- That is the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like tacked on little strips of rubber. And it's not rubber. even it's like, well done. It's, it's it like, looks like it looks AutoZone. like very cheap. It looks like somebody went and did the porthole thing. Yeah. Like they just stuck some shit on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what's a, and what's a trend that we wish that would die so we could keep it to ourselves? I'm trying to wrap my head around what that means. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, talk. What, what would I? I think he's more talking about modification wise. Like, mm. what what are people doing that you kind of wish you could do, but then everyone else does it, and you're like, ah, fuck. Oh, I got you. Like black plates. Not. I'm not saying that's one. No, thing, that, but, that's a good that's, one. Actually, that's the thing. Like, like black plates are kind of cool, but yeah. now they're the like douchiest the thing douchiest ever. Thing that's ever. a good one. Right. Oh, that's a good one. Something so how like about that. Safari nine elevens? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Safari everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I but at the same time, if you want to do that yourself, it's nice to have a group of people to do it with. So you can do it with them, right? Like, I mean, you don't. You don't want to just be the only one, right? It's like I was I mean, the first person cool, to do mud flaps on a car. That's and true. Then, right. um, and now everyone does mud flaps. Mm. Rally armor. Hashtag rally armor. Rally armor. Um, all right. Yeah, because you need your um, your thing to be validated. <laughs> yeah, man. Popularity validates it. That's right. Nothing else, hey? Um, we'll come back to it. Yeah. Clutch Kick Podcast. 2020, all manufacturers stopped making cars besides their flagship. 2020. No tracks, no crossovers, no sedans, just their flagship cars. What do each of you buy that you feel you can afford? Um, flagship cars. Like, what does that even mean for a Honda? Like, no, he's saying they stopped that. They only make one. so you'd have to buy something else besides. But a Honda like, would be the Accord. Is there flagship CRV well, they, now? They don't even have a, a flagship. I that's what I'm saying. So Honda would only make. Like, it's and flagship doesn't. I don't think he means their most expensive car. It's like their highest profit margin car. No, no, no. no, no. Like it means their Ford is picking the truck. Yeah, the most no, no, no. It's like the LS500. It means their flagship, Lexus. meaning like the yeah. thing that they show all their so, features. So yeah. he's basically saying he's given the Ford thing. So it's only SUVs and trucks, and then flagship like. But now he's saying that no trucks, no crossovers, no. Cities. Oh shit. Only the flagship, yeah. quote unquote. So, so this the, is like, the but how are we? Yeah. Is yeah. all that Mercedes makes anymore? Yeah, yeah. But what's or up with his n- note about well, what you could well, afford? Yeah, when you make a car, they make the Avalon. 
Oh yeah, that's our flagship. <laughs> a Avalon Hybrid XLE Platinum uh-huh. Douche-roo. Canoe. Douche-roo. <laughs> Canoe. With a huge face. Fascia. Fascia. LX. Uh, LX. Gold mm. package. Mm. Um, coach edition. Coach edition. <laughs> uh, mm. So what could we afford? Well, this guy. I mean, that's the question, right? Like, it's I mean, like if there's it's... only five, if there's only like ten cars that you can buy, yeah, you know that some are going to be really expensive. They're all the flagships, so most are going to be out of the price range, right? Right. You're yeah. talking about Subaru STI. That'd be that's the a flagship, top of the line. Yeah, yeah. For Subaru, I guess yeah, what else would be? No, their flagship is more of a uh, like an Outback LL Bean, top of the six line, six cylinder. Yeah, that's no. What I think STI. With? It's where they yeah. put all their technology. You know, like yeah. the do they make top, a loaded top model, STI most with all the bullshit? Yeah, they're they're expensive. Well, they do have that blue edition that's fifty yeah. grand now. There you whatever, go. That's it. Is it whatever it's that's called? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Which I can't afford. The, yeah, it gets it gets, gets out of hand very quickly, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. I can't afford these flagships. I'm, yeah. I can't afford any flagships. Right. You're like a you're waving a small flagship. Yeah, I've just white flag. I think white we flagship. yeah. Let's just eliminate the can't afford bullshit and just like what is a what flagship you that you would want, right? Yeah. I mean, like I mean, S- you have like Lexus, S class coupe or something. S sixty five. Yeah, those are that's all the yeah, that's what I, I think. Jump they're through. all kind of the same. Like I don't really care. But the no, S class, the Mercedes, you mean? No, all flagships. Yeah, no, that's definitely not true. A Phantom is not the same as an S class. Well, Ooh, fair. I'll go that flagship. Is a Genesis yeah. the same as an S class? No, <laughs> Genesis G eighty. So what's the Porsche your flagship? <laughs> no, but Panamera. Panamera is flagship. Yeah, I guess yeah. The wagon. Look up this term flagship huh? the and wagon? really get critical. Uh, or the wagon or whatever. It's hybrid, the hybrid wagon. Hybrid, yeah. Dude, I or feel like the, the, the flagship doesn't have to be like the big sedan, like. I, I, it doesn't have flagship. to be most luxury. I think it's like the thing that holds the flag for the whole entire team, right? That would be like the GT3 RS for Porsche or no, the 918. No. It's more, it more. It would be the 918. That's like the, the lost leader. That's it's like not their all technology is going toward that. But they don't make the 918 anymore. So that oh, be. damn, Brian. 2020. Well, I think then it's GT3 RS. Did they start making the 919? I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be the Panamera. Do you think BMW is the i8 Roadster? Ooh, sexy. which they all of a sudden are gonna make. No, what the fuck? Maybe. Why would you do that? No, probably the eight, the new eight series, the M8 is probably the flagship brand. That's right, mate. That's right, mate. I like the M8. It looks M8's pretty sick. Cool. Yeah, that'd probably be my choice actually. Like, still very driver focused, but a big ass thing. Mate, I like it. Mate. Um, <clears throat> I kind of like this whole Bentley idea. F12. Oh yeah, Mulsanne. Mulsanne, whoa, bro. Yeah, F12s are sick. That's so flagshipy. I like F12s. F12s sick. Is that even still made? <laughs> I don't even know. All right. Lane's <laughs> still thinking. Are you stick, you're sticking to your Panamera? I've never even said Panamera. Lane we'll doesn't care. It's something. like whatever's left. I thought you said Panamera Turbo S. No. Sport Turismo. No, he oh. said he doesn't care. He's a Jaguar guy. Oh, okay. What about... Well, uh, if, if, as long as it has a floating seat pillar. He's a Kia Stinger. That's not yeah. flagship. <laughs> K- K900. No, they don't make the K900 anymore. Dog double zero is what I call it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mark uh, Perbonic. That actually makes me want one. I like that nickname. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was your fucking license, license plate? plate? Black, Black plate. Rough, <laughs> rough. I like it. Uh, oh, yeah. Good call it. Mark Perbonic. Any Ren Sport GTGs planned? Sure. Missed the so CR- CCR GTG. Saturday before lift. I mean, it took me so long to figure out what he was talking about. Good Get to go, like Taco Bell, right? Gathers. <laughs> Good to go. 
Good to go. Isn't that yeah, a Yeah, we missed Mark game? at our uh, premiere. He, he was signed at, up and everything. He was at Lyft. Um, so, Rensport, uh, our buddy racing at least having a little shindig. I think we're all going to be in the area, though. So, mm-hmm. we'll make something happen. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, yeah, nothing planned. Nothing planned. Nothing officially planned right now. But could could happen. Camping is coming up as well. That's a GTG. Yep. That's not during that weekend. But it isn't, yeah. but I mean, it's down in that area. So it depends how long you're staying down there, Mark. I think he's from well, Florida. Well, no, but Ren Sports like September. a month after or whatever. Just yeah. live in this area. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I feel like he does come out a lot. Like Same that guy fun. travels a lot. Yeah. Kurt K. Photo, what are your thoughts on aftermarket steering wheels in Radwood era cars, especially early airbag cars? I love all the Momos I see in Porsches, but I'm not sure it would translate to my car. So he has the... Uh, 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 Camaro, Camaro yeah. RS. or if it's a good idea uh, from a safety pr- perspective but is a 27 year old airbag really safe anyways no it's not oh, so his car has an airbag <laughs> yeah it's it, like, it is like a 91 or something yeah, oh, yeah it's like good. a four spoke yeah it's got that big rectangular thing yeah I think that would look great with a yeah, nice pull, deep dish Momo pull that shit off yeah for sure yeah no I mean in if I, I just kind of think like the old Firebirds had a three spoke right like the early 80s ones the I, was, I thought he was period. telling me about that wheel I thought he knew about that. Oh, one. really? Yeah, no, I'm super down for that. I think, I mean, even like like E36 M3s, like, I mean, I, I don't give a shit about that airbag even. Like, I mean, those are dude, renowned for art, not, like, art's renowned shit. for not having airbags. Pull that shit off, dude. Pull it out of so his 993 and his M3. Is, is there an expiration on those things? Are, do they, so do in they the really box, not work after? In the glove box, they have like a, a year. Like, the, it's like after a certain year, you have to go and service them, but like nobody ever does. So who knows if it works? And I mean, shit. And like, they weren't that good back then. Yeah, anyways. modern airbags are killing people like <laughs> i don't know if i trust that thing i mean maybe that's like the gold standard they don't make them like they used to you got a seatbelt. um i don't think any aftermarket steering wheels in radwood era cars are good if any, you if you have the choice 944 nah no good i'd rather have how about my wheel. amg crazy, period man. amg steering wheel my 500 sec yeah period amg perfect right yeah. that's aftermarket no i mean yeah, yes is. okay that's they like saying even... but i'm saying roof compared to momo you'd go with a roof wheel Right. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Roof wheels suck. Yeah, it's got that weird curve. <laughs> they're, they're I, yeah, all, I, I don't gross, like them. Dude, there's yeah. an FVD wheel. Yeah, but yeah, period correct. Wheels. Period correct. I guess is my point. I don't want to see someone with a, you know, a Momo race wheel. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Mark one. That really rabbit. bothers me. Like, yeah, like a Momo champion with like it's too modern. The yeah, shape doesn't match. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I like the Momo. Um, yeah, like the one, like the pistols, like exactly. the, the horn buttons that are button. like the red buttons for the. Oh, horn. like the one that's like an airplane, like it doesn't yeah. even. It's not even just a that it has these chrome straps everywhere, like that's, little rings. That's pretty hot. So never, never, never have a horn button that is a little red button on your steering wheel. <laughs> yeah. that, for driving while awesome, we're just gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna answer for all of us. Yeah, it's never. major faux pas. Yeah, you never want to steering wheel. No-no. What if it's Nos though, dude? <laughs> not your susceptible your last name's walker and you can pull it so, up so around the table is are we cool with him Dude, replacing his name very correct very correct nascar wheel yeah with the little uh <clears throat> the pad for your head yeah. for your forehead <laughs> exactly yeah you oh like the bag. thick pad like yeah. the bumper car pad bumper car yeah, yeah. dude yeah no because he got co- he commented on um sean. posted yeah sean uh, like shirokuro streets yeah. 944 yeah. steering wheel like that would look killer in his car uh, even like even the prototipo uh, would look good in that car like a prototipo with the little holes three spoke you gotta keep it american somehow 
GT Grant or whatever. Grant. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's what I had I my Nissan the... back in the day. Please don't rain on my parade. You had a shitty Grant <laughs> in your shitty truck. <laughs> yeah, I God. sure did. American I, dude, I was so funny. I was, the modifications I made. <laughs> so I do a, a GT, GT Grant steering wheel and a, an aftermarket tack from Kragen, like auto, not auto meter. It was auto gauge, which is like, Hot, you know, the, the, low, the yeah. shitty brand. And then I was going to replace Grant GT of <laughs> gauges. Yeah. I was going to replace my wheels too with cheesy chrome uh, American racing wheels. And luckily, my uncle talked me out of that. Jesus, where's your uncle now? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> instead, I painted the rims black, which changed me forever. Damn, dude. I was like, I just thought maybe the period race cars would have something cool. And it's it's the terrible GT Grant, like... Giant wheel. Dude, no. Dude, it's just like, go full Grant. They're horrible, dude. <laughs> like, it's those ugly things. It would no, still like, work. Like the eight-spoke, yeah, like, no, pieces no, of crap. No, no. Yeah, You're going to get go, around. Go a nice moment. Look at, like, what fine. Richard Petty drove. Dude, that's the one that I had in my truck, Art. This is the exactly four-spoke one with, like, the rubberized grip. That's horrible, dude. <laughs> those are disgusting. I think I got the low end of the GT Grants. <laughs> oh, this, one, this, is like, this is a good GT Grant. I found a good GT Grant for him, actually. They make a three-spoke. It looks all right. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah It fits yeah. the car, right? Yeah. American, yeah. There you go. Dude, I remember those in Rabbits, like, back in the day. People would put those things in. That was, like, There was a, a French deal. one that was really popular with Volkswagen, so it was pretty cool, too. That was a three-spoke. I can't remember what it's called. The uh, factory Scirocco S wheel is pretty cool. The Scirocco, the first-gen Scirocco wheel. Yes. Oh yeah, that yeah. three spokes really with cool. the little pad that sticks up. Yeah, it the, has the inset the the, the Scirocco Wellsburg castle yeah. is like inside the wheel so kind cool. of yeah. sucking back. Yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Um, let's see, dude. Yeah, I would I would just go summit catalog or whatever the dirt track cars search for those but catalogs. dude it does make a big difference so it's like imagine how shitty that wheel is. It probably doesn't even have leather grip or anything. It's probably just like crappy foam and it's all skinny. Yeah, it's not going to be easy to find a perfect wheel for that car, but it's out there. But yeah, but I agree. I mean, try to find something that's period correct. And um, American, you know. I don't know. Whatever. He has yeah. a black interior, so it's pretty easy, too. Mm. Oh, that's true. All right, skipping ahead a little bit. Croc GT4. How many seconds or minutes per lap should Brian spot me on the ring next month? Oh, and what are the odds that one of us is going to buy some Armco? We'll miss Radwood, but probably get some Ringwood rally on. <laughs> Ringwood. <laughs> Ringwood. Oh, not, what does that, that mean? Is that sounds like a disease. It sounds like a fungus. Yeah. yeah. It does. Uh, so is he is he running the same car you are? Like two shifters. Is he running the what? little Suzuki Swift? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, so he's, Dude, asking, be awesome. he's asking for a head start. Is that what he's asking yeah. here? And uh it's not a race, Phil. Has yeah. he been training like you have? He's already trained, he said. Oh. So my He said he's put many, many hours, many laps of uh, Nurburgring uh, in video games. I say, oh. I, I say I'm say i going to be uh, generous. It's not a race. Or a we're not even timing ourselves. A full minute. Whoa. One no minute. Way. Hey, so um, is this a track day? Yes. That you're doing? An yes. all-day thing like with run groups? But it's and eight to five. Right? It's sessions. Eight? It's not back-to-back. Appa apparently, back. it is not sessions. Totally open. Eight to five. Wait, and... Wait, Better be good weather. Pedestrians Dude, are, I mean, normal people are allowed on still. Yes. It's a public road. No. Well, this is a it's closed... a closed track day. That's cool. Dude. So, so limited entries, like 120 cars total. Oh, right. And they estimate like 60 on track at any time. What? So my... Dude, that's closed track day. 60 is nothing for that track. No, yeah. Not at all. And so you're not going to get tour buses. You're not going to oh, get motorcycles. Wow. None nice. of that. And you're going to get, there are some flagging stations apparently. Are they timing I, I, laps? I think. So I think you're 
restricted uh, during normal things, or I don't know, they don't encourage it or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want. You should time lapse definitely. Well, I think you get you'll get incarnate. I mean, video. it's like whatever. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I guess like you just time it with yeah, your with your phone or whatever. Mike. And you get to for uh, pedestrian days or whatever they're called, tourist days. Uh, you go on, you do, you go out, and then you come back. So you don't in, do a complete you lap. Come back mm. into the pits, so to speak. Yeah, into the pits, and then you get in line again. Track days, it's open. You just circle, oh, circle, wow. circle. Uh, Brian, it's called tourist shaften. Okay. I'm, I'm, yes. certain <laughs> I'm certain that's what it's called. I'm certain that's what's called. It is totally unnecessary. Um, so really, I mean, I don't know if people do this, but it seems like for a track day, it would be like not what your ring time is, but like an endurance race. Like how many laps can you get in, right. in one day? Like, you know, is your car up to it? Are you up to you it? You have to get you gas know? and stuff. You have to get gas. Mm, and some in some cases, you got to let the car cool down and everything like that. Oh, you're going to break your car so They fast. told me on the phone that I <laughs> so that it, the car would be fine. It, you got to get full insurance, whatever the to top it. insurance is. Um, so I'm my coworker it. just got back from their burger ring. Oh, what? He, he is like lifelong goals to do this. Yeah. Nice. Saved up and everything. And he was going to get a little car like you're doing, you know, mm -hmm. basically the same idea, but he's like, no, fuck it. Once in a lifetime. Oh, really? He got an E46... Um, 330 but euro spec race car oh, so shit, i mean like pretty gnarly car yeah uh, i think it had a half cage in it and you know no traction control pretty gnarly and he only got three laps so he got one lap with an instructor and yeah. then two by himself and he said it was like borderline terrifying and he's he's racing m3 and knows car those cars really well and he, he was like, oh, shit. the thing he just was not ready for was the elevation changes and yeah. how that leaves you with blind crest yeah. after blind crest. And everyone talks about that. But, so, but yeah, you're going to have the advantage of being on it for fucking hours That's and awesome. hours. Like you're going to know that track. Hopefully. Yeah. Dude, it's all just like a but big about, hope right now. But I, I, it's like, marathon. It's a marathon. Not a, It's not a sprint. Yeah. 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 To uh, finish first, you must first finish. Yeah. And I, I'm picturing it, you know, like uh, snowboard days where you're like, you start to get tired around three and yeah, then you yeah. start to lose concentration. And it's you like, break your you leg. know, <laughs> yeah. And then you go I one mean, last lap. Exactly. One more run. Yeah, that's not the one. Yeah. It's, so it's like, dude, I feel like I'm going to have to be like eating pasta or whatever the runners pasta, do and yeah. like, you know, drinking a ton of water the week before and just like prepping myself to be able to keep going. So and how, then I'll your, probably take a nap halfway through too. I don't know. What's like, your what, plan with Phil? Are you guys meeting up like the day before? Um, yeah. So we've got a uh, hotel room rooms in the same hotel and uh so we're um we're meeting it's it's on the 13th we meet on the 12th hopefully we're gonna be uh getting some ring laps in actually with a ta ring taxi uh the day before we'll see uh and then you know we're staying right there that night next morning it's bright and early you know get going actually i think we check in the day before as well um and then do the full day and then i think we have that night booked as well at the hotel but he's coming from stuttgart he finishes some crazy like 12 day alpine pass tour uh and then he's doing the porsche M museum in stuttgart uh on tuesday morning and then driving up and i think i'm gonna fly into frankfurt and then drive over and meet him What's he driving on the pass thing? The tour pass tour? Uh, That's that Porsche one, right? Yeah. Right? It's like the cars are provided for you. Yeah. So maybe, and like maybe they're switching around and stuff too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. 
Nice. Yeah, so it's like kind of two days, and and then I think he's going to go up to the Netherlands after, and I'll go back to Frankfurt and fly, fly Sweet. back to Barcelona. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, so we'll see. Are you flying in with the fam, or are you going to go? I'm going to do this one solo. You're solo. So you're- I haven't I haven't actually bought the ticket, so it is still an open invite to them, but I think solo is the right way. I, yeah. I don't think it's going to be a family share, trip thing. Uh, share a room with Phil, and you guys could hang out. Um. Yeah. What's that? Uh. Oh, toe to tail. No. Ner- <laughs> ner- Leather ner- bags. Nurburgring ner- ring- wood or something. What, what was it? <laughs> Ringwood. Ringwood. <laughs> it's a ringwood. <laughs> God. Um. Roth and Paul. Would you rather have a faster Cayman Boxster or a slower GT3? Slower GT3. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's more already, laser focused. It's quite fast. Uh, Tom's Ellick, uh, my E46 330Ci is great, but has 170,000 miles on it now. Recommendations for a commuter car from Santa Cruz to Mountain View in the ten to fifteen thousand dollar range. Four important factors: very reliable, comfortable in traffic, capable on page mill and highway nine, easy on the eyes. So, what are the hardest components there? Very reliable and also easy on the eyes. Those two together. Really? That's it? I think Page Mill is like a very difficult one to... That's a... Capable on Page Mill is a very small number of cars that are that So for those listening that aren't from the Bay Area, Page Mill is a very windy, crazy elevation gain, bumpy... Uphill. Mountain road. Hairpins. Yeah. No guardrails, no center line. And and the hairpins are like uphill hairpins or like... And yeah, some gnarly compression. But we can all really agree heavy that you downhills. can you can slow car fast. A lot of cars will page mill and have fun. Yeah, my mind immediately went to FRS again, but that's not a comfortable car. Ten <laughs> to fifteen k. Yeah, you can get those. Kind of works. It isn't comfortable in traffic. You're low and but, it's a hard seat. But it's not seat. bad on seventeen. Yeah, BRZ very like reliable because you have yeah it's. It's newer reliability won't be a problem, but I'm just thinking it is decent mileage, sporty suspension at that price. You can get one pretty low miles. Yeah, he did not say four seats. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, here he has a coupe. I mean, CI is a coupe, so. Oh right. Um, that's a tough one. I mean, we talk about this all the time. It's such a hard one. In fact, maybe we'll get into it on Sunday with Brian's idea for the next daily driver, but. Yeah, I mean, he could get a Mark 7 GTI, probably pretty probably around that price, like yeah, 17 grand or something like that. Maybe. You get a FSST. Yeah. What about that's E46 little... M3? Dude, that's like not dead reliable. Not reliable. Like, yeah, that's yeah. I mean, his and car. You're getting, you're getting the mileage, high miles for that in that price. His his car would. He yeah. could still get yeah. another 80,000 miles off that I Beamer. Mean. Maybe. Yeah, but he's probably getting to that point where it's like move on now rather than have you're gonna have left. to put work into it. Yeah, yeah. and it's gonna you know I, I don't know the conditions not super great so that's gonna yeah. wear on you after a while. Yeah, the tight twisty road is the tricky one there. Uh, Fifteen thousand. This is like the age. I think what about I think I, a Fiesta uh, ST does fit the bill. Like, Do, you know what I'm a little thinking? too harsh. You think? Yeah. That price allows him to get a really, really minty, really minty low mileage IS 300. Rear wheel drive. Right here. Comfortable. Automatic. 
Uh, no manual. You can get I a manual. Mean, you can, but yeah, that's what, what I mean. What he's, year are you looking at? It's like early two thousands. Like the early, the first, gen? the first gen. It's too old, dude. They're all gonna have super high miles. Yeah, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. For too fifteen old. grand, he can get a super nice one. And I mean, a manual. they're still gonna be still so old, 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 dude. Mm, I don't think they don't. They're not known for having any issues, really. So Timing I mean, like, belt, oil leaks. But I mean, like at that point, like and you're the, getting the, the good interiors are all beat at that point. I think you get a nice car for that price. Dude, I mean, I don't think it's a terrible choice. But that's not a car. If you're getting a really nice one at that price, it's kind of like a car that's only worth that because it has low miles or something. I don't. But a manual is rare and desirable. Like, and those cars are starting. Like, I think they're going to do something. Dude, you're, it's also like it's only 200 horsepower. It's like it's like nothing. It's a good you know, page like, car. Like there's so many better cars. It's interesting. You'd almost want to throw in be like your it Acura would... TSX. Uh, I know. I was thinking about that V6 yeah. Accord. Because you get the reliability, but how about a TL Type S with a six-speed manual? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good comfortable, option. longer wheelbase, uh, good power, nice interior, tossable. Yeah, decent all around. It's a good-looking car. Yeah, decent interior. Yeah, yeah, decent interior. low-round interior compared to like BMWs and stuff. But it's too bad there's not a better Toyota option. Yeah, there's there definitely is not. You know, it's basically the FRS or nothing. Don't make a Celica anymore. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, they're not uncomfortable. They're just like firm. They have firm suspensions, you know, stock, but they have a lot of compliance and they have the seats are really comfortable. What's that? The FRSs or oh, BRZs. Yeah, yeah. BRZs got a slightly nicer interior too, so that would be my choice. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Um, last question. The Toyota Previa asks, so everyone loves imp- to import rad early 80s and 90s cars from Japan, <laughs> but it seems like no one is really importing many similar cars from Europe. Like the 92 Italian 300 CE on Bring a Trailer right now with the dogleg five-speed, which is pretty cool. Very cool. Any reason for this, or am I just not looking in the right places? Love the show. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Um, well, I think they are happening, and it's been yeah. going on. Maybe you're just noticing an influx of Japanese imports. I think there's a, lot of, there's a lot more of that Japanese stuff that was pretty reasonably priced that we didn't get. And yeah. the Mercedes, like, we, we got a 300 CE. We just didn't get the one with the manual. So it's... You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a small variation, but we we've had like those cars, so they're not as like much for they're not as like forbidden fruit. Yeah, I think um, it's difficult for me being in California and having to deal with smog, where I get I don't get really excited yeah. about mm-hmm. these options yeah. because it's such a barrier for entry. Like, what am I going to do? Buy that car? Go to a referee? Deal yeah. with cats? And I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, you're ten thousand dollars away from being able to drive the freaking thing, <laughs> right? So is did he say specifically Japanese cars or yes. Jap or cars imported from Japan? Imported from Japan. Because the reason that people are importing cars from Japan and selling them right now is because they're it's the nicest examples you're going to find right. because they're they have to be in order to be on the road. And so well, they have low. those mileage limits too. Super low well, miles. They're really getting them because it's like R thirty two that we didn't get. That's well, but there's like. Lancia Delta Integrales, all the high, but no, all, but all the high dollar E30 M3s, talking, I think he's talking more about Euro cars versus Japanese. That's cars. what I'm wondering because well, he says like, from Europe or I from know, Japan, but, but he's referencing a Mercedes CE. <laughs> yeah, and then he's he's not referencing where. Like, well, if he's talking about Bring a Trailer, then he's referencing E30 M3s that have been coming from Japan. Every There's single Alpina car sold high. on Bring a Trailer in the last oh, three okay. years has so been you Japanese. Think he's talking about just cars yeah. where they're coming from, and it doesn't seem like as many are coming from Europe as japan but i think that might just be a perception oh i thought he was talking more about the like, actual the car, cars like what european car yeah you know he's saying that everyone loves to import rad early 80s and 90s cars from japan 
Oh, well, and yeah, that's why. Well, it could be from Japan. Yeah, I think it's because of low mileage and Japanese people are pretty meticulous on service and stuff. Kind all those of. cars. Have you seen all these E30? I mean, R32s coming in? No, I haven't seen any R32s. Well, that, that's, yeah, those are the cheap ass ones. But I mean, like, in terms of, in general, for a car to be roadworthy, like, they have a really stringent, like, MOT thing. Right? I mean, so, they like, super expensive. Germany does too, yeah. but. But weren't they super expensive comparatively to buy an AMG or an E30 M3? No, not there. No, oh, really? No, yeah, they're not. There's like crazy import taxes and stuff and. Oh, you mean not um, in the era to be an owner of? One, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, like in that. period. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. gas so, is more yeah. expensive. Yeah. And yeah. didn't they have the laws too about mileage on the engines? Like you can't have a mileage no. an engine over a certain mileage. It's a misconception. So what's happening is that it's a five year thing. So the basically what the shotgun system, which is their MOT, um, is exempt for five. Your, your car is exempt for the first five years, and then by the time those five years have passed, you've racked up around forty something thousand miles, which is what you see. All those engines get sent over here after they get pulled out right but why do they get pulled out after five years um because people will would rather like re- like sell their car or basically trade it in for a new car because then they don't have to pay for those like gnarly annual exa- uh, tests that's or not tests i'm sorry um inspections inspections that's insane though yeah on, so, because i know that's the case for toyotas i've seen that where they'll sell those so it's not really a misconception it's reality well but there's no limit like it you, like i've seen cars with hundred and fifty thousand well, miles no in Japan, but, the, but the, it's just just gets harder to do the, the rule it the so, system is yeah, yeah. yeah it encourages people to drive the to cars do that. Yeah, to 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 stop driving old cars on the roads and in order to keep an old ro- car on the road it has to be in perfect condition which is the whole thing right so Why people want to buy them exactly so people want to buy japanese cars because they have to be in really good mechanical shape in order to be driven when i was a kid and, we bought so. one of those engines no oh, really? for what car for a uh, dodge caravan god damn 2.2 liter the cold, it's a mitsubishi cold motor, motor. yeah oh same thing so 2.2 Three Mitsubishi. Um, it's the same one as the K cars, right? No, that's a... 2.2. I think that's a Dodge motor, right? A Chrysler motor? Oh, that one, yeah. The 2. But 2, this yeah. is a Mitsubishi motor. There was a 2.4. The Starion one is a Mitsubishi also, which is a 2.4. That's uh-huh. different. I don't know what that motor is. Is Starion, not Starion? Starion. 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 I'm asking. I do, I, I do say Starion and Starion sometimes, <laughs> but I know... Uh, Dinan Dinan? Yeah. Uh, he said it was Dinan. 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 Like Dinan. Dinan. Like a Dinan at the... Oh, like at I'm going to get it to Dinan. At the Dinan, yeah. Dinan. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Later. <laughs> we'll see you. Yeah, or I want to, you know, drive away from our wedding, mm. our wedding night in that car. Kind of, I don't know. You, you pick your own fucking thing. Pick your own fucking thing. I want to calm down. Don't want to be in a parade. <laughs> God, put your shirt back on. God, God, put your shirt back <laughs> on. <laughs>